So right now, we are in the midst of a series called I Wonder. Uh, we've, we've talked about four different questions over the past four weeks. Um, I wonder if God still exists. I wonder why bad things happen to good people. I wonder why do my prayers go unanswered. I wonder what is God's will for my life. Those are hard questions. Those are really difficult questions, and we've struggled with them for the past four weeks. And so we thought this week we would hit pause on the hard stuff and talk about how we find rest in God because hard stuff's happening around us all the time. We're all struggling with hard stuff every day, and sometimes we just have to shake things up a little bit. That's why, that's why things look a little bit different around here. That's why things feel a little bit different because we have to shake things up to step aside from those difficult things sometimes to take some time in our lives to find that rest. So if you've missed any of those four questions, though, I really encourage you to go online and watch them because Stan and Dee Dee have done a, a great job helping us think through those. And in fact, I have a confession. Um, I haven't been here for three of the past four weeks to actually hear those sermons. I've gone each week and listened to them online um, because I did, because those are great questions. But uh, I'm, at a, I'm at a point in my, uh, is September, October, November are some of the busiest months for me in, in my job. It's a seasonal job. And so uh, the past three Sundays, three out of the past four Sundays, I've been working. So I haven't been here. Um, so, uh, and, and in the midst of all that, in our house right now, you can't come over. It's a shambles. Uh, we're in the midst of trying to paint the majority of the inside of our house. We've been working on that now for, I think, six weeks. <laughs> Because there's so much other stuff going on that once in a while we find some time to, you know, put a coat on a wall or on the house. Leah saw it this week. Uh, it's a mess. Um, but so when we ha had the talking about the idea of hitting pause, uh, it's very appealing to me. It's something that I know I need in my life. I need rest in my life, and I know you need rest in your life. Is there anyone who can relate to that idea of wanting to pause their lives? <laughs> That's what I thought. So we're going to start with our scripture this morning and see how we might do that. Our scripture today comes from Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. This is Jesus speaking. Come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Put on my yoke and learn from me. I'm gentle and humble, and you will find rest for yourselves. My yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. He says, come to me, all you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Struggling hard and carrying heavy loads, does that sound familiar to anyone? It's what it feels like every day sometimes. I know some of you, and I know what some of those struggles are. I know what some of the difficult burdens you're carrying. I don't know all of you, but I do know that you're all carrying something difficult. Every day, every one of us struggles with something. Uh, earlier this week, in fact, Leah was at our house um, visiting. She uh, heard that Owen wasn't feeling good, and she brought some cookies over to him. That's just the way she is. <laughs> she has that whole big sister role wrapped up good. Um, so she was over at our house, and we were talking, and she, she was talking about uh, the stress that teenagers are under these days. And she said the stress that teenagers are under and the rate of depression for young people is higher than it's ever been before. And she's right. I was curious about that afterwards because that's 
uh, that's been my passion for a long time as young people. And so I just did a little research and the American Psychological Association calls it an epidemic. Stress for young people is an epidemic. The rate of depression is an epidemic for young people because they live in a world, they were born into a world that moves faster than it's ever moved before, that has information at their fingertips all the time, not even at their fingertips, but put in their faces all the time. It never turns off. The pressure for them to succeed, what we talked about this is, you know, how, many, how can I get out of high school in three years so I can be in college sooner and get out of college sooner and get on with my life? There's no time to rest when that's the pressure you're under. The sad part of that for our teenagers is that they don't know a life that's any different. That's the life they were born into. For some of us that are a little bit older, we actually remember a childhood that moved a little slower, that had time to rest. But the fact of the matter is whether you're a child whether you're a teenager, whether you're a young adult, middle-aged, older adult, right now we all live in the same world and it is moving faster and faster and faster. There's no time to rest. When you've got that phone in your hand and someone can get to you every second of the day, it's hard to find the time to rest. So this isn't, we're not talking today about how bad the world is and how we need to go back to the good old days because we know that is not happening. If anything, it's only going to get faster and faster and faster. So what we're going to talk about is how do we find rest in God? What does God offer us in terms of rest? Because we all know what it's like to struggle hard and carry those burdens. But Jesus tells us in the scripture that we're never alone in, alo in those struggles. We're never alone in carrying those burdens. We don't have to carry them by ourselves. We've never been alone in those struggles. We can find rest in Jesus and turn those burdens over to him. The Bible is filled with the conversation of rest, examples of rest, why rest is important. In fact, in the very beginning, in the beginning, God created the world. And on the seventh day, what did God do? Rested. God gave us an example from the very beginning of what we're supposed to do. In fact, that's, what we, uh, that's where the idea of Sabbath comes. That's where taking that seventh day to rest, one day a week rest. You remember that? Anyone been there? Anyone do that? Yeah, that's what I thought. <clears throat> but in the creation story, we also see th what the loss of rest looks like we see what the loss of rest that was characterized by life outside of Eden. We don't think about that. But when, the, when humanity, when Adam and Eve got distracted by what the world had to offer and decided they wanted what the world had to offer more than what God had to offer, life became a whole lot more difficult. So we can blame it on them if that's what you want to do. But we've continued that pattern more and more and more and more and more. And then later we see in Scripture, Moses is uh, worrying, he's fretting, he's uh, anxious about leading these people, leading his people away from the life that they've known. What's that going to be like? What am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? He was struggling. He had a burden to carry. And God told him, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. To these people whose lives had known very little rest, rest, 
they'd wandered. They were in exile. They were captive. God promised rest, even to them who had never, had hardly ever known what that meant to rest. Now, in the scripture we have today, we see Jesus incredibly offering the same rest that only God could offer before to those anxious people looking for the promised land. So as followers of Jesus, we're not trying to duplicate the actions of an absent leader. We're not just trying to be like or emulate a God who rested on the seventh day or offered rest. We're relying on the ongoing presence of Jesus himself who's saying, I'm here with you now every day to provide rest. Rely on me. Lean on me. That's why I'm here. I'm here for you. When you're struggling with your burdens, you're not by yourself. This isn't some imaginary God who plunked us here and left us to deal with it on our own. That's what he says right here in the scripture. Lean on me for your rest. So if, if we know that, <laughs> if we know that God modeled rest for us, that God offered rest to Moses and the Israelites, and we know that Jesus says, I'm here right now every day for you to rest. Why in the world are we tired? Why in the world do we keep these burdens on our shoulders and continue to struggle every single day? Well, we're going to hit pause for just a second and talk about and sing about what it means to surrender all. Experience what it means to surrender all and come back and talk about how we might actually do that.
Amen. I sit there and I was, I was telling them earlier today that um, I remember one night it was, it was about midnight. And usually when you're in the music business, you do your best recording the later the night goes on because your voice is kind of stretched out a little bit and you're, you're tired so you're not holding in inhibition. You're just like, let's get this going. And I remember I had just put headphones on and I'm sitting there and I started thinking about the words to this song. I surrender all. And then I begin to go, do I really? All to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. Do I really? Because if I did, would I be tired? Because if I did, would I really, really understand what it means to live by faith? Because if I did, would my life feel as chaotic sometimes as it does? Jeff started us out this morning by talking about the importance of pausing and rest. And some of you, I know, I watched your faces looked out like that was a foreign concept to you. Here's the reality of our life. You can't survive without rest. You get sick. You get mentally in a bad place. Do you know that that about 33% of depression begins from exhaustion? It's not just chemical imbalance. Chemical imbalance begins because you're exhausted. And your body says, I can't move on another step. But somewhere deep in our hearts, we already knew that. Somewhere deep in our hearts, here's what we've done. We have already identified all of the things that make us exhausted, but we feel like it's too much work to fix it to get to the place where we can rest. When I was a little girl, my aunt and my uncle, you've heard me talk about my Uncle Buddy, but you've never heard me talk much about my Aunt Reen that was married to my Uncle Buddy. They were married for 36 years. And when I was five, my aunt was diagnosed with cancer. And it was a form of blood cancer. And it wasn't leukemia. It was literally in her lymph nodes. They didn't know much about that at the time. But what I remember is for 10 years after that, every two weeks, my aunt would go for treatment. She lost her hair. She lost her eyebrows, her eyelashes. She loved it because she said she never had to wax again. But I would watch her every two weeks go in and get treatment, and it would make her so sick. So sick. But what was really cool is when she would get home, she'd feel so bad. The look she would get on her face when she saw my uncle, she saw her own bed, she was in her own surrounding. It was pretty cool. And I said, Aunt Rain, I said, how do you do that? And she said, I can find rest at home. 
been there. You've been at that place where it's like nothing feels like home. Nothing feels like crawling in your own bed. Even when you've been on vacation for weeks at a time and you get home and you go, nothing feels like home. Nothing feels as good as crawling in my own bed. And as she would say, seeing your uncle standing there waiting to see what he could do for me next. There was nothing like it. And she said, the interesting part about being sick is that I'm ever reminded every two weeks of how much I love home. How much resting means to me. So for eight years of my life, she won that battle until one day she didn't. And yet, I found myself, as much as I saw that example for me, finding it hard to pause and rest. Trusting the comfort of what that means to rest in Him. Trusting what it means to know that it's okay to pause for just a moment. Not everything has to be on play all the time. Because you know what happens when it's on play? That's all we hear. And sometimes all we hear is what's going on this way and that way, and we forget what's going on this way. And today, what the pause is about is for us not to forget what it means to go this way. He says, put on my yoke. Do you know what that is? I had to go back and I had to remind myself. It was a thing that oxen wore and it was heavy. Similar to like a saddle for a horse, but it was different for an ox. And it was heaviness. And he says, here's the deal. Mine's not heavy. Mine is light. That means you can still get use out of it, but it's not going to wear you down. It's light. I'm gentle and humble, and you will find rest for yourselves because my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. This is an invitation to discipleship and relationship with Jesus. This whole series has been about what does it mean to know that he is still God, that he is still present? What does it mean to know that bad things are going to happen? And all of those things, we really do have the answer for. What does it mean when you feel like your prayers are going unanswered? What does it mean to know what God's will is for your life? You're never going to know those answers until you pause and you rest. And sometimes we think, if I just keep going, I just keep going, I just keep going. One or two things, I can ignore it. And it will be okay. And then what happens is it's not. Then we're weary and we're tired. And we go, God, why have you let me get in this place? And once again, we just never paused. We never rested. What I'm finding the most important thing in my journey in faith is my relationship with my father 
My Father, God, that relationship is a relationship that I'm learning is something that I work on every single day. And that's on me. That's on me. I didn't get to a place of loving each of you and not know you. Your lives matter to me. But they matter to me because you shared them with me. They matter to me in a way that I couldn't have if I didn't know you. Your hearts matter to me because you've laid them out on the line with me and you've talked to me. And you've shared things with me that I will go to my grave knowing. So think about that relationship with him. What it means to really understand and be in relationship with your father, God. Listen, there is no greater relationship you will ever have. Then A, knowing the love of your Father God and knowing that He will never leave you or forsake you, but knowing this, that you've got to stop and you've got to rest and you've got to pause so you can hear and you can listen to what He's trying to say. Did you hear that part? We've got to listen. Did y'all hear that? You've got to listen. And I'm saying that back to me too. You've got to listen. Sometimes I have found that I ask God, 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 and I keep asking God, Lord, please fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. And the problem is it's been fixed for 10 minutes, but I was too busy talking that I didn't pay attention. Why are you amen in that, Dave? (laughs) And Laurel, you did too. Look at that, 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 did y'all see that? Veronica, deal with that. (laughs) Jesus tells us that through this relationship, we will find rest for ourselves. So how do we build relationships? Because when we get to relationship, we get to pause and rest. Well, here are four things that Jeff and I talked about. We talked about obvious today is prayer. It's study. Get in a Bible study. Don's got a ton of them. It's important. You want to build relationship and you want to understand God? Get into a study. You want to know the other side of God? Get into community. What we're doing here. Guys, this place should be full. All of us know 5 to 10 to 20 people that we know need to be here. And we've gotten so busy this week that we forgot to invite. But let me tell you, those people need to be here. Community is important. And it's important for you, but it's also important for those that aren't here yet. It is important. You want to see this world change? You want to see something different? Get people here. That's where it begins. 
Then there's communion. We're going to do communion here in just a little bit. But we get to be in communion together. Can you imagine how much more difficult life would be without Jesus? So how do we begin to rest? How do we begin to stop and pause? I've asked myself this a hundred questions because I want to go, wait a minute, God, before you hit pause, let me get over here and handle the play part, right? Y'all are laughing because y'all have done that too. I'm so thankful for a God that says, it's okay. I get it. She's got a thousand things going. But I also want to be in relationship where it's not all about me. Where I'm stopping for a minute and I'm saying, God, I want so much more of you. I want so much more that I want to pay attention to what you have for me instead of what I feel like you have for me. I want less of me, God, and I want so much more of you. But the only way I'm going to understand that and get there is if I stop and I pay attention and I pause and I rest in understanding what that means. You ready? Lead us in a prayer this morning. So, prayer, as Dee said, is a is a key to our relationship with God. This morning, we want to invite you into a time of prayer. For some of you, it's an invitation. For some of you, it's a challenge because we're inviting you to pause and to spend just a few minutes in quiet time with God, and we, we want to do that together. So, just begin by simply sitting up straight, resting your hands in your lap, closing your eyes, relaxing your bodies, and enjoy a moment of silence. Try to put all those worries about work, school, family, anxieties, put them aside, put them out of your mind. That may be the hardest part you do. sense of peace and calm, say a brief prayer. Invite the Holy Spirit to come and guide you. Invite the Holy Spirit to be present in you. said, come to me, all you who are struggling and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest.
picture yourself sitting with Jesus as he says these words to you. said, come to me, all you who are struggling and carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. sin's name. It's in your name that we pray.